Calling all Kingdom Women Entrepreneurs, the vision builders, the boundary breakers, and the passion igniters who know they're called and anointed to impact positive change for the kingdom through your business. A business that honors and serves God. Welcome to Kingdom Women Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is your host, Fidelis Cruz. And I'm Anne-Marie Cross. Now, onto the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of KWE Podcast. So excited to be here with you, Anne-Marie. Oh, so excited, especially this topic, another great topic we can dive into. Yeah, so today we're going to share three strategies that have worked well in our business. So we're going to take turns and share some of the strategies that have really, really helped us grow our business as well. So should I start with mine, Anne-Marie? Yes, (laughs) what's what's one of yours? So the first one is actually the niche strategy. So this one I really love because when I first launched my business, um, you know, I was a business, it wasn't even a business coach, it was like life coach. I just firstly started as a life coach. But then as I grew um, and learned more about business and also realized that, hey, I want to make sure that I'm I'm infusing my faith into my coaching, um, I've decided to niche down to um, serving Christian women in business. And so by doing that, actually, when I started doing that, I found that more people, um, came to want to work with me (laughs) rather than just a life coach you know it was very broad and I feel like when you have a strategy to kind of niche down and make sure that you're serving in a a very specific area or a specific type of target audience then it's a lot easier to reach them as well so what what works with that is um, marketing is so much easier I'd love to ask you, what was it that prompted you to really spend time in prayer and and for direction about really niching and helping uh, and incorporating faith into your business? Why I ask that is so many Christian business owners, they do struggle with that. Should I put that in my marketing message? Will it turn people off? So what did you have to go through and how did you come to the decision? No, this is going to be my niche. Yeah, definitely. Everyone's different, right? So, but for me, it was every time I was serving someone and um, as a client, you know, um, there would be, there would be moments when I want to pray for them and we're setting goals together and we're making business plans together. Um, I always want to say, could we pray first? (laughs) I always want to say, oh, good things would happen. I'm like, yes, amen, praise God. And that was very natural for me to do. I could not get rid of that. I could not, that's just me being authentically me. Um, And so I just realized, hey, this is going to work easier. If I'm working with a a Christian client, then I don't have to um, try to be someone else. You know, I, I don't have to to change the way that I interact with them because they're just going to love it. And so this means it was so much easier for me to, yeah, interact with my clients. It builds connection. But yeah, um, God has really put that in my heart, you know, from the very get-go anyway. I always um, love the scripture in Matthew 5, 16, where it talks about shining, um, you know, for God. And, you know, when we're Christians, we don't hide it. And I'll never want to hide it in any aspect of my life, whether it means that I'm going to get more clients uh, if I, if I, you know, if I make it general, that's not the point. It's more like, Lord, I just want to serve 
um, in this area where you put me in. And that's the Christian business coaching. So Yeah, yeah. I love that. Something that um, as you're sharing that, I had to smile and I wanted to share this. Uh, we, we have spoken before on uh, the episodes and shared that, you know, brand archetypes, you are romantic. That is your leading archetype, isn't it? That's the first yeah. one, the connection yes. and romantic. And what you've just really shared, that connection, but something that you did, I remember you popped into my messages and you just said, hey, sis, I'm just here. I just felt led to pray yeah. for you. When I got that, I, I actually have never, I mean, I thanked you for that, of course, but I really had tears and my eyes and I that is just so such a thing that the romantic archetype would do the connector would do is really that's just such a beautiful touch and that coming through when you mentioned about that was so authentic for you yeah that that is an action that is so good good on I mean for for women out there for other business owners out there that that are Christians and maybe they don't really say that as part of their business Look, everyone is different and that is fine if that's where God has, has put you. But I guess for me, it makes my life so much easier and my business so much easier because I don't have to worry if someone was maybe offended or maybe someone mm. was you like... You can bring your whole self to the just, relationship. Just, just be there and um, yeah. So yeah. What about you, sis? What's your, what's your first one? Well, mine probably sounds a little bit strange, but it it really is trusting um, that how God created me to be is how I show up best in my business. Let me give you an example. I just shared that your leading archetype was was, uh, romantic. Mine is explorer and explorers. We love new things. We love bright, shiny objects. Podcasting at one stage many years ago was was a bright, shiny object back then because not many people knew what it was. Just learning new things and taking action and so a lot of that was what other people and other business coaches told us not to do but it was just who the Lord made me and then full Mm. circle now all of the things that I have learned and put together are now front and center the podcasting it's been the one consistent thing that I've done for nearly 15 years and the Lord knew, you know, back then that that where it would go and what it has become. And so if I had tried to box myself into mm. being someone else that I was not and didn't feel like you were saying I had to be that because it was authentic to me, how often do we try and be something else, to, you know, because someone's told us this is how we need to be or show up in the world to be successful. The Lord knows how he's created us. Trust, you know, in that, ask him, you know, get feedback from people who are aware of that, who other brothers and sisters who know that we are created beings, you know, made the Lord's image and he knows exactly how he's created us to be. And if something feels a little bit off, it may be very much because you're trying to work in a way in which the Lord is not created. So for me, that has been huge. It's permission to, you know, to be and who I am and how he created me. often laugh because I've got a saying it's like if I had had this years ago and given it to my younger me you know self I probably would be many more steps ahead and then I end by saying who am I kidding I would have gone my own path anyway because that's just what the explorer does we like to find our own way and and you're a rebel (laughs) (laughs) you like to do your your own thing that is so good and look so many people are blessed now by by you doing that and just being in your what we call is like the genius zone where God has really like placed yeah, you. And we that's where have, we shine. 
we all yeah. have that, don't we? And yes. uh, if we're not, if you're not sure what your genius zone is, ask him or, or work with that. Yeah. Uh, well, I know Fidelis, you help people um, to identify what that is as as well. Yeah. So, what's the second thing? Was it a strategy, or what's worked really well yeah. for you? So, this one is both a strategy as well as a kingdom principle, and this one is about being a servant leader, and um, that is, you know. For me, I know with Kingdom Woman Entrepreneurs, of course, we're, we've got a community, but got backtracked to being a Christian um, woman minister for four years back many years ago. I was um, a Christian woman minister and I was helping, yeah, women within the church. And I that's where I've learned all about servant leadership, where, you know, when we, when we lead people, we lead by example. And I feel like, even so we can put that into business as well that you know so much easier to to share and um, encourage people to do something when you are also doing it uh, right because um there's a lot I feel like there's a lot of other businesses out there or maybe coaches or maybe I don't know leaders as well that might be sharing a few things but the question is are you really doing that also um and I feel like that's that's what makes the distinction um, for us as Christian business owners is that we've got to walk the walk and not just talk, if that makes sense. Yeah. So <laughs> as a leader, we, we I think that's a really big responsibility. God has given us a gift of leadership. God has given us the people to lead and the community to lead, and we've got to steward it well. How do we steward it well? By being a good um, servant leader. And that means putting others first and, you know, being um, aware of, you know, before we preach, before we talk, before we, we share anything of, guys, let's do this. We've got to pave the way as well. We've got to be doing it already so that there's conviction when we speak. Um, that that's that is the I think the biggest difference because you'll just know it you guys oh. will know it right everyone will just know oh she's saying that but does she really do it I don't know and then that just means that um th- for me I know it, I don't know if it's very uh, harsh to say but that's where we fail as leaders if we are telling others how this or that could be done better but yet we don't do it for ourselves we're doing that a disservice we're not really giving it a hundred percent firstly we're fooling ourselves like no one's winning you're not winning the person's not winning it's not happening so servant leadership is a kingdom principle and guess what what happens when you serve god is going to put you first servants are always at the back we're always doing things in the back end but most of the time, God will elevate you when you start serving people, when you put people first, and when you really just lift them up and encourage them. And it's, you know, what someone said to me before many years ago, that the best leaders are the ones that multiply themselves. So it's not me being afraid that you're going to take my role. It's not me being afraid that maybe you're going to do better, that I'm not going to lose this position. I'm going to lift you up. I want you to be better than me because what does that mean? It means that I was a good leader because I helped you get there. So your win is my win. And I feel like, wow, what a great kingdom principle that is because it's never about competition. It's more like, let's do this together. And it's like, let me, you know, it's sort of like helping each other out. So I love that. 
And it's so true. The leader who says one thing but does another often will find that their influence is, they're not influential, whether that be in the workplace, your own business, or even in a community. If you do with go forward with that real core value of servant leadership, people will notice and they'll feel inspired to come around the vision and support you. That's right. So I love that one, sis. So good. And what about you, sis? So your second one would be? Yeah. Well, the second one follows on from the first one about really being who God called you to be and being authentic. Because what I have found then is being able to then trust the journey and take the golden nuggets from the learnings. And if I look back to all of the things that I teach now uh, in my clients, um, such as, you know, helping them in the personal brand with their distinction blueprint or building business foundations, the core business foundations or the podcasting with purpose. If I look at all of the things that I've taught in there and that I teach in there, the steps, it comes on the back of all of the mistakes that I have made and things that I've learned from. And then, you know, I call them markers and milestones, all of those challenges that through the learnings and insights have become milestones and successes, the happy accidents, you know, the things that um, occurred and you are unexpected, you're not expecting it to be a success. And every one of us has that. And I think that is when we're able to identify And it's almost like a diamond in the rough, if you will. We all have these diamonds in the rough, but we just need to know where to look and how to take shape that story and journey and message. We will be unique and uncopyable, just like the Mm. Lord has made us all different with, you know, different fingerprints, our stories and our journeys and the lessons that we can impart in the way in which we can impart them Mm. is unique and uncopyable by no one else and we can gather that from you know the journey and the learnings and the mistakes that we made along the way so good no one can question your your story it's like it's your testimony and it is it's so beautiful and even today yeah. Oh, it is. And even today we hear this was not in a in a, a Christian, you know, kingdom environment, but other coaches and mentors saying to people, if you think your story is boring, make one up. Well, we don't need to make anything up because the Lord has all made us unique. Oh. You know, go ask the Lord and 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 work with someone who's that, able. That will take too much effort just to make one up. I know. <laughs> just make up a story. Just make it sound good. But you know, I don't know about oh, uh, yeah. in my book. That's called a lie. So yeah. start off a and that's why. Oh, oh, and it's so funny because what we were just uh, discussing earlier was, you know, um, the experiences that we've gone through. And sometimes you're like, oh, this sucks. I don't want to be here. But actually, it's part of the story that you're going yes. to share. Yeah. yeah. Love that. yeah. So, so that would be number second. Trust the journey and the learnings and use those as part of what you now teach uh, other people. Yeah. So good. Cool. Okay. My last one. <laughs> Well, our last one is um, marketplace ministry. So this is a strategy. Well, I don't know if it's even a strategy, but it's maybe a mindset that when we're serving, it's a ministry because, you know, and, and this is a personal thing for me, perhaps how God has revealed this to me, because I always thought when I was young that I, all I could do was serve within the church to, to be able to minister. Minister is basically serving someone and to be able to help them in any way is you're ministering to them. So you're actually not bound by the church walls and to just serve in that area. So um, when now as a business owner, 
I found that, you know, this is a lifestyle. Serving is a lifestyle. It's like worship is a lifestyle. So when I look at my business, it's not just a business. It's actually a ministry. It's my ministry in the marketplace. I'm able to shine a light in the industry where I'm at, but also um, when I treat my clients with, you know, with compassion with um love you know like really godly godly love like there's some people out there that it's it's like it's a bit hard to love but you know, god's like love them you know it's a ministry and so we just love on our clients and we just build real genuine connections with them because yeah that's that's how we minister and serve them so that's i, I guess a mindset for me um yeah so it's a great reminder for everybody who's even listening to this podcast because uh, you hear often people I really want to be involved in ministry and Mm -hmm. and we often then think of the church but you know wherever you're at in your business whether you are openly talking about the Lord such as you are of course Viz with working with kingdom uh, entrepreneurs Uh, They may not openly speak about them, but you can, through your marketplace ministry, really speak volumes in the way in which you approach business Mm -hmm. and the way that you react and respond to things quite differently than someone else who doesn't know the Lord and may fly off the handle or, you know, even delivering and doing a great job. I mean, I've had clients that have said, thank you so much. And it's like, don't need to thank me. That's what we're working to. Yes, but you don't know how many people that they've hired over the years from different industries who've promised them things but haven't delivered. And that means that if we as Kingdom Women Entrepreneurs deliver and do what we say, we're already well ahead of everybody else. So, you know. Yeah, it's it's like um, being a representative of the kingdom you know yeah. we're representing um christ it's it feels like oh that feels a bit heavy god because i'm not perfect i make mistakes but i feel like it's the heart behind it you know yeah. so long as you are you have that heart to minister to others it doesn't have to be perfect because god feels the gap he will yeah. feel that gap for you but yeah it's just lord i surrender this business to you and just you know, do what you need to do. <laughs> so yeah, love love this one. Number three. What what about you, sis? But for me, well, because you know that I love to do lots of different things yeah. and have done lots of different <laughs> things, you know, and even in our business, you know, there's different marketing and all of those things. Mm. One of the things that I struggled with for a long time was thinking, well, how do I put this together in a really solid strategy that will really enable me to be able to, you know, run my business with not feeling like I've got so many, you know, plates spinning and then all of a sudden everything drops all around me. And so I really learned how to put everything together, how it all fit together from my programs to funnels and and all of that. And it's taken years to do that. But the Lord showed me that that even though things that I had been doing seemed separate, they did all fit together because I love personal branding. I did that from a career industry, helped you know, as a career coach, help job seekers build their personal brand, which is their resumes, interview coaching, and now, of course, with coaches and so forth. And so the personal brand is really the who and the why. Mm-hmm. Who are you? Who did the Lord create you to be? And why? What's your personal vision, your mission, your values, all of those things? Then from there in the area of kind of thought leadership, not that you're better than everyone else, but better placed mm-hmm. to support your ideal clients through the journey and the skills and the experience 
experience that you have, you're able to, to then through your unique and uncopyable journey and insights, help people. That's the what. So you have the who, the why, and the what. And then the podcasting is the marketing platform, the how am I going to get my message there? And it was like the Lord had been taking me through a journey through the personal branding and then helping people, you know, find their unique, because I was doing it for myself and then asking, Lord, how do I put it together? Then that, you know, the what, and Mm. then that all fit together. And, um, and so once I, you know, he showed me that, then it's like, oh, okay. It's not all disjointed. One really leads to the other because there's no point starting a podcast if your message isn't working because you're going to amplify a message that's not working to more people. So you have to, (laughs) you know, get that message and your brand and so forth um, really solidified first. And so now that those things are clear to me in my own mind, I was able to put a strategy in place in the back end to really build upon that. And I find that many other coaches and consultants struggle with that too. How do I put everything together in a consistent marketing strategy that works for me and that Mm. can really nurture and and build relationships rather than having misjointed, if, if that's the right word, a lot of stuff but not working together in a cohesive, consistent way. Yes, yes. And you do this so well, Anne-Marie. Like you do it so, so well. I see it. I've learned a lot of lessons. (laughs) It's taken many years. So so uh, that would be my third. Love that. I love these strategies that we shared. So all in all, that was like six strategies, right? It was. That's Um, a lot, guys. And it's amazing that they were all different, Mm. yet could work beautifully together. Yeah. And every business is different. So, you know, you could, you can pick out some different strategies for your business, see which one fits. Um, and yeah, give them a try. I, I'm using all of those strategies <laughs> and, um, it's just so good, you know, seeing your business grow and it's important that, yeah, you pick at least one or two strategies and just at least, um, see how your business grows. Like you need to, um, see how it's growing from the get-go when you start that strategy and then um, see how you can review it and see if it's working. And then, yeah, keep, that's what I do. I just, I, I do a strategy, I review it, see if it works. And if it's not working, I'll just try something else as well. So give it a try. Everyone's different. Yeah, I love that. One thing that I also do is is exactly what you do. I work on 90-day plans and go all in for 90 days. You may tweak along the way um, because you might see something that's not quite working as best as you want in the first 30 days. Well, what can I do? What changes can I make? Implement the changes for the next 60 days. I was doing that with sharing different pieces of content. And it was interesting to see that on other platforms that I didn't even think would uh, make it impact has actually started going gangbusters. Now, I would not have done that were not for sharing something Mm. over that long period of of time. And I think something that we both haven't mentioned today, but so important and has come through everything I think that we've shared today is the consistency. You've got to continue. You don't just do something for one week or maybe not even for a couple of weeks, but stick with it so that you can really look at all of the evidence and the data to make the best decision moving forward, whether you need to tweak it, whether you need to start from scratch um, and how best that it works for you next time you implement. 
I really second that, you know, consistency because I have a lot of people sometimes say, Beads, I want to give up. I'm like, how long have you been doing it? A couple of days. How long did this take? I've been doing it for five days. (laughs) I've only been doing it for two weeks. Well, you've just got to stick to it, you know. You'll never know and you'll never know until you try. Sometimes it's trial and error as well. Um, So, yeah, guys, tell us um, out of the six, which one, I guess, you would like to give a go and if there are other strategies as well as well that you know of that you'd like to share with our community I guess you can put it into the review or um, you can go into a KWE um, Facebook group and you can um, share there as well Um, yeah anything else Anne-Marie? I think that's it. We can't wait to hear the feedback (laughs) and some of the other strategies that people have implemented because this could be some great, great ideas being shared uh, within the community. Awesome. Thank you, everyone, and see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you've been encouraged by today's message. If you'd like to find out more about how you can work with a Christian business coach and to grow your business and be part of our free KWE community, go to kingdomwomanentrepreneurs.com. And if you'd like to learn more about how to start a kingdom-focused podcast so you can build your visibility and impact in a much bigger way, go to podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash kingdom podcast. And we would love you to leave some feedback over on our Apple Podcast channel, we'd really appreciate it. This podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.